The Verging on Greatness, a podcast about films that verge on greatness, but mostly just wallow in mediocrity, with your hosts, Mike Porkfeld and Craig Cerventi. Hey, there it is. Hey. There we are. Podcast duo, Verging on Greatness, Mike and Craig. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I do have a cat sitting on my lap that is insisting on chewing my headphone cord. All right. So we'll see how this goes. Keep me, yeah, keep me posted on that. Um, welcome. Hi, listeners. Um, my name is Mike. This is Craig. Uh, this is a podcast called Verging on Greatness, where we uh, talk about a movie, or movies in this case, that uh, nearly movies. hit the mark, but are not quite there. Uh, and we're trying to figure out why. What is it that's gone wrong? Uh, and we do a little bit, a, something a little bit special um, around this time of year for Halloween. Uh, and we do we do a double feature a scary movie a spooky, spooky feature. movie double feature spooky movie double feature and we are doing today invasion of the body snatchers from 56 and invasion of the body snatchers from 78 so a double wow. double body snatcher double body double body snatcher body double body body double double, double yeah. body they're double, doubling down on these films yeah and, and uh, yeah interestingly that's only half of the films that that feature um body snatchers or is based on the 58 original which is mind-boggling this film's been remade three times yeah so even at the end of talking about these two we're still only going to be halfway through the body snatcher halfway through franchise i have seen i have seen the 90s one i haven't seen the the latest one with daniel craig and nicole kidman yeah so half a half a century of of body snatching (laughs) and we're we're not even we're barely scratching the surface we're not even there barely scratching the surface of these films i wouldn't have thought that there was enough of a hot take having having never seen the 58 original um i wouldn't have thought there was enough of a enough of a story there to come back and do it again 56 original sorry um but i was wrong three times yeah and there's a yeah, there's a, a, another one a fifth apparently wikipedia says yeah what apparently there's another, uh, a, a... another one in the in the works yeah get out seriously that's i'm hey, furiously i'm, I'm, I'm furiously reliably reliably informed by the internet the internet wouldn't lie to me well, well there you go an untitled fourth remake wow okay a fourth remake so um so we're coming at this uh different experiences so i had previously watched the 56 not the 78 craig the reverse so i had watched the 78 and not the 56 so this is my first time watching the 78 um this is my first and, time watching the 56 and so I, there you go mike yeah knowing knowing the 56 and seeing that 22 year gap my first impression was why what why would you remake like it's a little bit like remaking psycho it just seems such a um it, it's, it's such a snapshot in time and it's such a um a zeitgeist sort of film the 56 um that that it's it seemed really odd to, to remake it but i about 30 minutes in to the second i completely got it like i yep. could see that they were they were pushing even just in the 22 years the differences in what they were able to do compared with the 56 there was noticeable improvement uh in the in the effect and even even only watched them like i watched them about a day apart and I could and I could see that the 78 was a, a significantly different um, 
in its own way, and it's in its own way better. It's hard to it's it's hard to hard to put one above the other. I think they're both, I think they're both good. I mean, hey, spoiler alert, everyone! We're we're going to spoil the shit out of some fucking old horror films. Well, they're not even horror films, thrillers, pop boilers. Um, but uh, spoiler alert, I thought both movies were excellent. Yeah, <laughs> these these films. I mean, I'll call them right now. They're both they're both greatness, just greatness in their own ways. But yeah, they're greatness. Just spoil it for everyone, but. Um, um, so I you, can, just say, you can stop reading. You can stop listening yeah, now. Stop if, listening if now. That was Thanks all you all. wanted to know. Thanks, <laughs> Someone remind me to cue in the uh, the uh, the outro music at this point. <laughs> we'll have a false ending. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Um, um, but speaking of Halloween, uh, the '78 film starts um, with an uncredited cameo of Robert Duvall. Um, oh man, on a swing as a Catholic priest in a in a in a schoolyard. Boy, does that take on a different connotation in twenty twenty one? I thought I was in for a wild ride. I, I thought this was this was just going to be psychedelic um, <laughs> madness. When when I saw Robert Duvall on that swing, I thought, what is <laughs> what have I gotten myself into here? But it, it, it's it's that's I think the most yeah that's the most just un- inexplicable odd. 70s sort of thing that is yeah, thrown in. Yeah, because Robert Duvall there... was a big name by this yeah. point. So Robert Duvall had done The Godfather and I think he'd done The Godfather Part 2 so it's not like Robert Duvall was like some uncredited or unknown actor. He was, um, I'm sure there's a story as to how he came to be in this film and I, yeah. I've, I've either read it and failed to retain that information or um, no one's explained fully why uh, Robert Duvall is just hanging out at the beginning of this film in a priest outfit on a, on a, on a swing set with some kids um like i said wildly different connotation in 2021 but, yeah um, it's yeah it's, it's 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 still discomforting but i guess for a different reason <laughs> i mean i mean I, I can't imagine what it would be like to be in the 70s in the late 70s watching that and seeing robert du, robert duval in full priest get up catholic priest garb on a swing set with some kids and whether that would be seen as comforting or reassuring um, but today that that's a whole other thing mm. like there's a whole there's, there's a whole scandal in the catholic church and um this would have been at the height of of that that catholic scandal if you want to you want to see a, a film about that watch uh, spotlight uh, which is which is fantastic um but yeah like gosh i, I i'm curious to know what people in 1978 who went to the cinema thought mm. of that and whether whether they thought there was something wrong with that um or whether whether it was like reassuring and 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 nice oh look at that nice catholic priest he's keeping those kids safe he's keeping that swing warm he's keeping that swing real he's testing it out making sure it's not going to break and hurt any children (laughs) isn't he caring um so 70 yeah it's 78 and yeah 78 what a what a time to be alive and going to the movies in, in 1978 um just hell yes a decade of a decade of really fantastic movies and this is um united artists as well the 78 um yeah which is a studio that's was kind of built on principles of giving the artists the control rather than the rather than the, the studio, studio yeah. which is is when you see it uh, in context of what they achieve with the 78 and and what's most noticeable noticeable about the 56 when you go back and watch it is the the tacked on um coda at the, coda at the beginning and, and the end um yeah the flashback where um uh 
he um yeah he, he he appears as a raven kind of lunatic at the shrink's office and the the feds show up and but he's telling the story um and, and then at the that gives them allows them at the end to tack on a a happy ending where something a, a twist of fate means that the that they're ready to write off his story but then a twist of fate reveals that his story is true and they're able to get the feds and it's implied that um everything's going to be all right yeah, and the pod people the pod people are going to be yeah. defeated which is clearly not where the movie is the message that the movie is trying to show and that was obviously thrown in by the studio um because the the te- because the that testing, was, that was a, the audience uh, uh, audience yeah, testing audience suggested testing. that people like, oh. didn't like it so or the studio watched it and was just like oh you can't have you can't not have a happy ending to these things you need a you need a happy ending it's, it's 1950, okay. 1956 son <laughs> yeah america's still riding high on having won a world war yeah so they're like yeah sure let's let, you know you can't have you can't have us lose the heartland the we're, american heartland we like our, california we like our guns large and our movie <laughs> endings happy happy thank you he gets the girl <laughs> um uh but yeah no um clearly clearly attacked on happy ending so yeah yeah that's the version i watched that's not the version you watched no that is yeah that is the version i watched because that's the one that's uh, that's the one that's available free on the um the national film registry uh website okay um but but the so so the 78 by contrast yes um no ends one of the most well, famous downer endings in history yeah but having so having not seen it i i genuinely and even having kind of googled it and seen that shot the stills of that of that shot um of donald sutherland of, of donald screaming. of donald sutherland doing the doing the pod person scream um i, I didn't know that that was what was coming until until oh, the, okay. until the moment it, until hap- it happened until the moment right. it happened uh, and, and they set it up really well and he's he's doing his scrapbooking um he's going about his business and looks perfectly they've, they've set it up with um uh with that, with, Nan- with nancy of, yeah. and and she yep. kind of explains you can you can get away with it they're, they're not very that, that you can you can pretend that she, she says she's pretend. been pretending for pretending for hours and um yep. no one's they kind don't of, know I, no yep. one's no one's made her um, so you, it's set up, and you think that Donald Sutherland he could he could be he could be faking, um, and then she calls out to him, and um, yeah, the scream comes, and it's the yeah, it's just the it's, it's the bleak. They go full. He screams. They go full bleak. She screams. Yeah. They all scream. <laughs> they all scream for pod people. For ice cream. Yeah, it's the seventies. <laughs> um, so it's yeah, the it's it's a good. Yeah, I, I, I get why it made sense to remake this movie the way and it's much more in along the in line keeping, of the intent yeah i i assume that's how the book ends um because um it's based on a book right yeah i'm assuming it's based on a book i assume that um oh actually having having just scanned down the wikipedia page i can see that the book also has a happy ending where the aliens just leave because the humans are too much hard work uh, you're shitting me <laughs> yeah so the jack oh man that's the, some that's some war of the world the yeah nonsense 
Oh no, we got a virus. <laughs> we have the technology to travel through space, but we can't figure out viruses. Got a cold. Got a cold. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why and you see them all throughout the film just like touching everything with their bare hands. This post-covid world, baby. You know how this shit works. <laughs> Five-year-olds know how this shit works. So, um Man, yeah, gosh. That's Man, we should go back and listen to that when we did the War of the Worlds pre that's pre-covid. That's, yeah, pre-COVID. That's a, that's a snapshot in time. That's a hot take. That's yeah. a hot take. Talking about talking about diseases, yes. diseases mm, sweep, sweeping through and disease. killing people. No yeah, right. diseases. Yeah. Victorian England. Yeah, when disease is brand new and uh, they've just they've got germ theory. Like yeah. okay, cool. Aliens, um, aliens, yeah. aliens can't handle diseases, but humans, humans, Heat we rays. we got that got shit. That. We got yeah, that but, shit down. Diseases are our bitch. <laughs> 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 i mean i mean as a concept i mean just just as a side tangent i've just finished reading this book called uh project hail mary and it's by by a writer called andy weir um who's better known for writing the martian one of my favorite ah, films yeah. uh, and books and um in in that um he uh they there's an alien species introduced that because they don't see in light they see in sonar um never never develop relativistic physics um and um and bec- and so their science is is a little mucked up because they haven't discovered relativistic physics mm. so I, I guess it's a it's a it's a take on the war of the world sort of like the aliens were taken out by by a virus but in in project how mary it's it's very much the aliens nearly fucked up their species because they hadn't they hadn't developed relativistic physics mm. and um, the humans get to teach these aliens about relativistic physics oh, and electronics they haven't developed electronics um, but uh, anyway right. uh, space varying steampunk aliens so get out of here uh, but yeah uh, craziness right <laughs> happy ending because the humans were too much hard work yeah weird mm. yeah so yeah. having having met a few humans I agree they are a lot of hard work <laughs> I've met at least two. I can guarantee you they are hard work. Um, yeah, even just even just setting up a time to record a podcast with a human. Surprisingly, surprisingly <laughs> hard work. <laughs> either either beset by age, sickness, or hangover. Uh, <laughs> setting up a Sunday morning podcast can be difficult. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, so should we do? Is there one or the other you want to dig into first? Well, let's just start with the 56 one. That's the one I've seen most recently. Yeah. So, um, um, for those of you who don't know, it centers around um, a Dr. Miles Bennell. Is it Miles Bennell? Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, he is recently returned. He's recently returned to town. Or no, he. Yeah, he's recently returned to town. He's got a, a doctor's practice. Yeah. Um, and he's he, had something gone wrong right hasn't he, has he had a, has yeah. a divorce or love affair yeah or, I, I thought that was interesting because like he he immediately falls back in with um uh, a very beautiful uh, becky driscoll played by um dano winter hmm. um and it's immediately a little bit unclear as to whether their relationship is all above board or not um i thought that was interesting um, yeah i agree yeah because she's either she's either in a relationship or just out of a relationship relationship and he is 
either not in one at all. I, I, I couldn't be sure now thinking about it. But I remember clocking that going, well, that's a bit risque for 1956, isn't it? He, uh, he asks her out and then he straight up pashes her before they even get inside mm. the restaurant. Very progressive. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's straight you gonna, up and aren't you gonna buy me a drink first? Later. Yeah, he's like <laughs> yeah. straight in there. <laughs> first stop dinner, second stop bone town. <laughs> um, but yeah, while while he at the same time as he is um, rapidly wooing Becky, um, he's getting some weird cases. Um, people who are going through certain various kind of hallucinations and psychosis that that people aren't. Who they say they are they look sound and act like the their loved ones but they are not their but loved they're not. ones they, they have a special and look it, that is gone and they have no emotion that's right they're just going through going through life like um like dirty dirty like me. <laughs> <laughs> dirty with no feelings no feelings they're all the same it's okay to it's okay to shoot them because they have no yeah just shoot them they've got no feelings you know they feel no pain um but yeah uh that's basically what happens right is that a bunch of people present saying my loved one mother brother sister is no longer is no longer who they say they are um which is and, it's, uh, it's brushed off and then but then he gets a call while they're on the date he finally they he manages to manages to keep his hands and mouth off her long enough to get inside and order a drink and then they're called away um on a on a house call which he takes her he takes her along for the ride on a hard booze drink i might add like this is clearly the 50s because <laughs> yes, he's like right. yes let's just start up with some hard liquor yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> with this dinner drink no driving around. what's that yeah i'm a doctor <laughs> drink driving it's tuesday of course we're drink driving <laughs> cars so, are safe it's okay are it's okay for me I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm a doctor i'm a doctor and i drive a tank <laughs> i'm a doctor normally i'm jacked up on something a lot more clinical than this yeah so so he's he's called away and um oh that's right he has a sorry i hop back to this he has a he has a line where after he passes her she asks if that's his bedside manner and he says no that comes later <laughs> smooth <laughs> so smooth <laughs> makes me want to go to med school <laughs> <laughs> just so someone can go so i can patch some random and she can go is that your bedside manner and it, oh, that comes later that's, that's straight out of james bond that's so... <laughs> anyway he's called away he's called, they're called away from the date uh and this is where it starts to get shit starts to get real because the the call that he call that he makes this they've actually found a body and the body uh, has bears bears a clear Close similarity to the guy whose name is jack and um yeah now they've now they've got a real mystery now they're trying to figure out what's going on they check out the fingerprints there are none um there's, there's no it's ca- completely character to the face yeah it's yeah. completely unweathered it's it's not a, it's clearly not a dead man even though it's a body um and he's and yeah, and, was... and jack inches his hand as well um as he's as he's pouring them all a drink to steady themselves more more liquor <laughs> more liquor yeah um and uh um, the 50s <laughs> where women are hysterical and men are hard drinking at all times cause of so. and solution to all of your problems <laughs> um um yeah jack injures his hand and and 
Yeah, it it becomes clear that um, yeah, this is this is no this is not just a body. There is something serious going on. But then the job is then to convince more people, partic- people. particularly the shrink. Um, uh, oh, because everyone needs to convince the shrink. Yeah, but the the shrink's not having it. Uh, um, I love how I love how um, I love how dismissive the doctor is of the shrink too. Like that is clearly the thing. Like you're, you're a head shrinker. You're not a real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is funny because when we come to the seventy eight version, there's the shrink character and the, the psychiatrist in that one as well. A lot more respect was shown towards the psychiatrist in the 78 version yeah. versus this one yeah this one the psychiatrist is a joke yeah yeah um so yeah and then there's oh there's another line because the so um jack and oh what's jack's wife's name carolyn carolyn um oh uh, no teddy theodora teddy teddy so jack and jack and teddy they don't want to they don't want to stay um where at the house where this body is so they invite themselves to go and go and stay in miles's house and um um yeah the, and and jack and an, and another nod to to miles desperately spading becky jack says to him i hope you don't mind having some borders unless you've got something else in mind yeah <laughs> jack 1956 of, baby jack kind of looks mournfully at the ground no <laughs> not anymore guess not <laughs> guess not we're top and tailing in the master bedroom <laughs> <laughs> oh and amongst and amongst all of the um the the sexual undertone um the he's also gone he's gone around to becky's house because she went she went home early and he's gone around to her house he's broken into her house and he has found a double a body double of her as well um and he takes her away literally storms into her bedroom and picks her up she's unconscious um, yeah takes takes her fully out, fully passed out. takes her out of the house and throws him throws her in his car <laughs> and, and no one he, questions and off he goes this. i guess it's the middle of the night everybody's trying everybody's baby. trusting in the 1950s that's that's normal man breaks into it also it's kind of interesting because he's a doctor like that's his excuse yeah like, I'm, I'm a doctor, a doctor. Yeah. yeah i'm a doctor yeah i don't know if that so works i'm allowed today. to, I'm I, allowed I, to I steal this unconscious woman i'm a doctor <laughs> i don't socially know many doctors um but as soon as i find one that i'm friendly enough to ask the hard questions of i'm just going to be like so is it totally normal for you to just pass off any weird behavior with i'm a doctor it's okay i'm a doctor um so yeah so the next day so they they have he's he's discovered these two bodies these two doubles uh, but hasn't managed to convince the shrink uh and then they they go they try and find the bodies the bodies are gone um gone and um they get the brush off from the shrink but then the next day all of these cases that were alarmed about their loved ones they're all they're all they're all they're all fine now i was mistaken yeah. I was having a moment. Yeah. Just just a mild hysteria. Um and so and and then um so that's a little bit suspicious, but then they find um so they're getting ready to have some dinner, they're barbecuing, and um they look in the greenhouse and there are these these pods there and the pods yeah. the bodies are bubbling. They see the bodies yeah. fall out of the pods and they realise, okay, there are four pods here, there are four bodies and 
they resemble the four of us so it's clear they do some quick math yeah like there's one two three four and then there's four over there as well clearly there's something amiss something's something's yeah. going on here um they <laughs> let me just double check that math for you <laughs> yes there's definitely four <laughs> don't worry i'm a doctor i can count that's one that's two right. three four yep that's what yep. that's what they taught four kidneys that's what they that's taught what me at doctor school <laughs> the doctor school <laughs> They would have all been. Um, they would have all been at, at this age. They would have all been like World War Two vets as well, right? Or at least um, have have a really good story as to why they didn't enlist or where it were scripted. It's the fifties, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess he would because he's yeah. Yeah, you know, ten years, twelve years old. Ten years after, he would have been ten years after. Yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. he's unless he's twenty in this movie, which there's no way. He's True. Un- there's no way he's under thirty. No, there's no way he's twenty. He's definitely in his forties. Um, he's got so much gel and, and product in that hair, so much boot boot um, polish to keep it all black. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she's definitely. Um, I, oh, she would be. I think she's uh, Dana Siegel. No, not Dana Siegel. Dana White. Dana White. No, that's somebody else. There's too many. Too many. Um, there's definitely. Um, uh, she is. She is definitely a lot younger than he is. Sure yeah becky yeah yeah dana winter so how old is she she's um she's 30 she was born in 1931 so she's barely in her 20s and kevin mccarthy uh he is a lot older he was 1914 so uh he was much older than she is 17 Uh, years yeah that's a that's an appropriate age gap for the 50s isn't it my own by 1956 standard that's standard right that's <laughs> that's normal that's completely normal <laughs> um yeah so so they find the pods in the greenhouse okay shit's going down they can't get the police on the phone they can't can't get any help um they can't call the fbi because yeah, they call yes this is an emergency it's becoming more obvious that this is this is um a big problem and this is going this goes further than um jimmy grimaldi um and his mother these these yep. things are all over the place and spreading very very quickly um and then, it, then yeah it, super fast right it's, like it goes it goes from like one possible two cases to seemingly half the town yeah, overnight literally yeah so it swings into a it's, it swings into a bit of a chase kind of uh sequence and they wind up back at the, his doctor's office um uh, they're trying not to fall asleep because they've figured out that it's when they fall as- when they when you fall asleep is when they switch over. Um, yeah, they they fudge some of the the mechanics of how these pods. Oh baby, actually, yada yada that super hard. How do they actually? <laughs> what's the point of the like? Pod? Uh, yeah, like how does it work? Do you, do you need to fall asleep? do you need to be near them like if there isn't a pod near you does it matter um like do you have to be in physical contact like how's that work yeah and, and they, they yada yada that oh yada yada whatever you do, move, yeah move we, on, we can't on. we can't fall asleep and that's all you need to know that's all you need to know like okay because i mean that means half the world dies within a week right like is it five or six days without sleep and you'll die but i i don't know if that's an urban legend or not but yeah um sleep deprivation is a real thing like and then you start getting into like that's a legit torture tactic mm. um sleep deprivation mm. so um 
like the whole world starts going nuts pretty quickly if 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 you can't go yeah. to sleep the other thing that happens when they're in the office is they see the trucks arriving and all of the pod people in the town arrive in the center of town and um, with blistering efficiency yeah i might point out like if that's if that's what the world is frightened of in 1956 and communist efficiency like well maybe everyone should get on board because that is <laughs> these, wildly effective these people these black people know how to get shit done they may not have any feelings maybe that's what they're trying to get across they do not fuck around <laughs> they're just like we've got some trucks we've got some people yeah. we're going to unload some shit this is how things get done next we're going to fucking patch up this road and fix up these lights on the main street then we're going to paint the fucking fences um like holy shit and and just and that is kind of one of the points in in both the movies that the pod people when they when they are having their moment where they're trying to convince the protagonists just just come with us it's gonna be all good you're gonna love it that is one of the points they make it's it's better it's 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 better to live that way um and to live Mm. to live with no emotion it's much more um just just better i can't i can't say i can't say it's can't say it's more enjoyable because you don't enjoy it um because you have no you feel you feel no joy science that's a popular science um fiction trapping right like that's that common argument is freedom freedom is is a burden and like that that's often used where you know you're happier in slavery because um we remove so much choice from you you no longer have any burden of choice you don't have any burden of expectation your life is determined for you like that's a popular Mm. that's a that's well that's at this point it's a popular science fiction trope Mm. where where that is that is the the alien promise there must be a there must be a star trek that must be a star trek movie theme well i guess i mean data's kind of about that isn't he and yeah and he's the he's the most emotional non-emotional android on the planet yeah Yeah, in the in the universe it would seem um yeah so um yeah they they've they they, you you get a you get a bit of an explanation of where they come from that they were seeds kind of floating through space um and just landed and soon took over people and yeah which is a legit explanation for um for xeno for abiogenesis which is like how life began on earth is um legitimately um protein matter may have made its way to earth via um, a meteor meteor, or or a comet that struck earth and um uh, biological matter was um on the meteor or comet that managed to survive landfall um and that is the that is one explanation as to Mm. how life began on earth Mm. is uh, yeah is this extraterrestrial origin um, which is pretty freaking neat yeah but yeah yeah um so they found out at the they found at the um at his at his doctor's office um yep. yeah there's a which there's seems a, like the most obvious place to go and hide right yeah. like if you're looking for him where are you going to check you're going to check his house his place of his work, place of work. <laughs> maybe the club that he does his hard day drinking at yeah um <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, and then maybe one of his patients' houses, like houses, houses of, of all of the inappropriately young women in the town. That he knows, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check all of his, those. His his nurse slash receptionist, who's clearly thirsting for him as well. <laughs> she Myron. <laughs> she just turns up to pick him up at the train station in her nurse's whites, just like, oh hi, doctor. <laughs> 
Um, Why don't you come around to my place later and show me that bedside manner I hear so much about? There is a there is a brief moment, and this is what I this is what I think the um, one of the things that the seventy eight improves on in the fifty six is that uncertainty of who is a pod person and who isn't. Because um, there's a brief moment where um, Jack, so Jack is Jack and um, oh you said her name and I forgot it again Caroline no Teddy. Jack Teddy, and Teddy, Teddy. Um, there's, a, there's a brief moment where it's them who turn up first at the doctor's studio and he's so for a brief moment you think oh okay they've made it through because you haven't seen them become pop people and for a brief moment you think okay they've made it through help is on its way but then it's obvious it yep. becomes obvious that they are they are pod people they've been taken over um, but the, the 78 plays that out a lot more that uncertainty and they make it a bit a lot yep. more obvious and I think that the 56 kind of gets stuck in that because the 56 it does it, it you, almost doesn't know how to proceed from there yeah it, it, it paints itself into a corner because it's got to be it's got to be so obvious the difference between these between the pod there's no way you could pretend um yeah because they try it and they, they, and they, they try, try it. yeah miles and um miles and becky try it and that's that's seen within a moment that a, 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 what is it a dog runs in front of a car um yeah what a dog gets hit by a car and she reacts yeah she reacts yeah. it's a, it, it barely lasts it barely lasts for a second where in the 78 it implies they imply that you can you can carry on for potentially for months you can fake it yeah yeah faking it um and um and also the pod people can feign humanity as well yeah which is Very something they do in the 78 one as well because um the leonard namoy character the psychiatrist he 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 turns up. He's like all being Leonard Nimoy yeah. and, and and very charming, and then gets out into the car with with the other people we know to be pod people at this point, and goes, uh, "We need to do it soon. We'll do it tonight." Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. No one in the fifty six achieves is, is able to fool oh, anybody on anybody on the other side. Yeah, because those dirty commies can't hide in plain sight, Mike. That's they take everybody that's, over at once. That's right, and I think that's the thing is they they're quite wound wound up in that in that subtext, and they they they're not able to employ that that narrative yeah. um, element of that doubt, the yeah. the seed of doubt, Fair. Um, seed that, of doubt. on both sides. Yeah, who could be the seed it? of <clears> doubt? <throat> they come from a seed from space. A lot of plant metaphors yep, here, mate. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, I'm glad you. I'm glad you picked up what I was putting down. Yeah. Yeah. Just growing I'm like a weed. Growing, yeah. I'm planting these. <laughs> planting these. Planting seeds. these seeds. Yeah. These metaphors. Yeah. Metaphors. They're going to blossom. <laughs> going to blossom into beautiful. Beautiful oh, flowers. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's just flowering, mate. Just you know, all over the place. Um. Yeah. So. Just, spoofing pollen into the into the oh. universe <laughs> yeah. blowing it all over just, just waiting just waiting just 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 searching for a <laughs> just for a stamen to impregnate searching for just, a bee that's it a bee to carry for a bee carry, to help pollinate the seed. Yeah. yeah this podcast is like the bee just yep. disseminating people's just ears spreading, with just our nonsense spreading it, yeah. spreading it around <laughs> just everywhere <laughs> like a party in the 70s just everywhere (laughs) keys in a bowl Um, keys in a bowl (laughs) yeah everyone going for Becky's where's Becky's key (laughs) she's got a twin sister in the basement they keep her in a box (laughs) 
Um, she didn't say much. Oh man, we need to get this back on track. Um, yeah, so <laughs> they, um, so there's another chase. They manage to get away from the the medical office. And, yeah, that's the they, iconic the iconic shot of them running right with her in the dress and him like running like that's the literally the the poster art. Yeah, is them running down that. Yeah, and and the whole time I'm I'm watching this and it's like. Um, it's clearly low budgets uh, 56 filmmaking um, because um, I love that they've just got big arc lamps at the end of the street and just washing the whole street with light mm. um, and it's like um, you know modern filmmaking obviously like where's that light coming from you know uh, but back then they were just like fuck it big light uh, <laughs> 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 that's a wrap let's go to lunch folks uh, <laughs> But, but, you know, by the 70s, at least, they're thinking about natural light and where this light's coming from and what the source of this light is. And, like, we can't have that. And so a lot of the 70s film actually makes its um, make, makes its uh, a drama intention is just through light and sound. Uh, but in the 50s, nah, fuck it. Everything's overlit. <laughs> Done. It's black and white, baby. No one cares. Um, which they had color film. They definitely had color films in the 50s. Um, so clearly this movie was designed to be cheap, saturday matinee um uh, horror horror you know get pack the kids into the theaters uh give them a bit of a scare um and and send them back out into the world and um i think it's i think it's neat that like this is my favorite kind of film right like it's it's something that 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 transcends what it was originally intended to be like it it, it's much better than it actually needed to be it didn't need to be good it just needed to be passable yeah it just needed to have needed to have a, a pretty woman and a, and, a, and a fatherly guy obvious hero figures um and they went they went and did something bigger than that and i think that's great like the people making this were clearly very clever and it's don siegel which um i mean we were talking about this before the podcast started but like um don siegel is, is very right-wing in his politics i suspect because um uh he later goes on to do dirty harry and there's i've seen that film a bunch of times i don't think there's any subtlety about it like he fully believes or at least in the making of that film he believes wholeheartedly that the police should have a lot more power to just do whatever they want at all times because they're good at their job Mm. or maybe at least dirty harry is but um and we're talking earlier um, i think we should wrap up the the 56 one but uh, we're talking earlier about how uh we couldn't decide whether this was a anti-commie film or a anti-McCarthyism, because both were about this time, and um, I had always just assumed that this was a Red Scare film, but um, watching it, I'm not sure if it's Red Scare or like about McCarthyism. Yeah, yeah, I think you can you can you can read it both ways, and and, and I think that's. Um, yeah, the, the the message behind the message is is, is just the, the the fear, the nothing to fear but fear itself, um, kind of message, right? That's actually what the that's actually what the the danger is. Yeah, hundred percent. So interesting. Um, I I mean, you make these assumptions about films, and you never watch them, and um, I, I guess that's one of the the that's the fear hmm. um is that each, each believes that the other side is is is, is scary and on, on on any on any two sides of a, of a war yep. of, a, of a battle of a conflict part of the part of the way you win that conflict is by convincing your side that the other side is inhuman that's right which i've got to say like uh, invasion of the body snatchers um the the 
the human you can't see me doing air quotes here uh, people at home but the the human side is a very irrational uh, screamy panicky bunch and the uh, mm. <laughs> and the body snatches are all highly efficient um, socially organized and uh, have purpose and direction so I'm not really sure <laughs> that's such a bad thing <laughs> but, I mean so what you, you don't get to love anymore okay but at least your fucking streets are getting paved on time so <laughs> <laughs> Very good. We can organize these these pods like. Yeah, we can organize these pods like a motherfucker. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Break for lunch. It's 10 a.m. Who cares? We're done. So. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there's much else to call out on the 56. I guess so. Let's segue. Segue into the from 56 to the 78. One interesting thing that's different about them is actually. Uh, I thought the way they kind of explained the ideas that they come up with as they're in the as they're in the discovery phase in the second act. I'm I'm talking like I'm I'm building a website now, but um, mm. uh, as they're the um, you, know, you know investigating and learning, um, the, they they toss around different ideas about where what it might be or where it might have come from and what the cause might be. So there's you know in, in the fifty six they ask about when they ask the shrink what is what is it what's causing all these what's causing all these um delusions he says toxins um, he says oh it's it's worry about what's going on in the world um and then later on they're they're uh, trying to figure out with with jack and um teddy where do they come from and they say oh so much has been discovered in the past few years anything is possible atomic radiation alien invasion that's kind of the the the, the window on all, the the fifty six yeah. zeit, zeitgeist, say that, right? Yeah, that's all the B grade movies of the fifties yeah. and sixties was atomic radiation, alien invasion. That was yeah, it. where the yeah. seventy eight. So it's that's all kind of it's kind of external facing, but the seventy eight, um, it's more There's more, more about. Yeah. So um, when you have so you have Leonard Nimoy plays this, the shrink character, and his ex, yeah. his explanations that. Um, it's it's more interpersonal. His explanation is that it's um, uh, the reason. In, in the seventy eight, they make it about one of the one of the people who has doubts is um, Elizabeth, and her doubt is about Jeffrey, her boyfriend, right? Um, yeah. Who has who she thinks is a pod person, but um, the shrinks uh, shrink Nimoy's explanation of that is that that's her fear of commitment. Um, yeah, and he says people people today step in and out of relationships too fast. They don't want the responsibility of a commitment. So it's a much more interpersonal thing than a oh, it's what's worry about what's going on in the world. Interestingly, between the fifty the fifty six version and the seventy eight version, like Donald Sutherland plays uh, Matthew Bennell. Uh, they in the original Bennell, uh, the lead character is is a doctor, and in this he's a health inspector. So they immediately demote him from like man of science to like guy who literally goes around looking for um, why he should shut your restaurant down. Uh, so um, and they cast a... him as a bit of an antagonist as well. Like he's 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 a bit of an asshole with it too. Um, and whether it's a caper or a rat turd, which is which is a great sequence. Um, how did they and, how uh, did they land on health inspector? Did they just health was inspector? It, did they just dartboard that shit there's no i kind of think that's like a position of authority right like you want to give him a a a position of authority you want to give him a learned respected position or at least feared (laughs) position but without making him a cop you know or because i think by the 70s like 
that's basically everyone, right? They're all cops or doctors, and so like health inspector. Yeah, and maybe that's yeah. it. Maybe that's just oh, hey, we never made a movie about a health inspector before. <laughs> you're right, because people come. Yeah, people come with. You're right. When it's a cop or a doctor, you yeah, got preconceived position of authority. You got preconceived like, you know, ideas about I'm what they're like. Soldier, soldier, yeah, like all these preconceived. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no one's take, but no one's taking your nuclear physicists yeah. seriously. That's what they should. Yeah, think something more. Physicists. There's something more down to earth about uh, and, and kind of mild, mild mannered. Although, although, like you say, he is kind of antagonistic. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of an asshole with it. But there's, how funny in 2021, like in, in 78 and 56, saying that your doctor was basically licensed to kidnap a woman from her house in the middle of the night. <laughs> um, but by 2001, uh, 2021, sorry, uh, telling somebody you're a doctor and this is why you should take this vaccine is just reason to go. I've done my research. <laughs> <laughs> have you? <laughs> have you really? Where are you published? YouTube. Okay, <laughs> dealing with normal people. Fantastic. <laughs> um what else 78 um so uh let's talk let's oh, talk about uh, yes. let's talk about the cast man how yeah how fantastic, what a cast right uh donald sutherland all of these, Adams, all of these actors and actresses they are outstanding so jeff, so jeff goldblum's Leonard in Nimoy. it so i mentioned leonard nimoy so he plays the shrink he's outstanding you almost never see oh, you almost never see him not playing spock but He's, yeah, he's apparently he hated playing Spock. He didn't really get into it until much later in his life. Really, and he was like, "Well, I've just accept, I just accept that I'm Spock. Um, now I'm doing this thing." I mean, they they joke about it in Galaxy Quest, right? Yeah, like, um, yeah, I'm a serious actor. I had three encores. Um, <laughs> so Richard the Third. Yeah, you're this weird I played, alien I creature. Richard the Third. <laughs> three, three encores. encores. Yep. Yeah. Oh, um, him. But yeah, he's great. Um, I like the the seventies pop psychology thing as well. Like that that was really getting into full swing in the seventies mm. was this idea of these pop pop psychologists and like you know fear of the fear of commitment and like really starting to get past the Freudian mm. um, and uh, Freudian sort of psychology of the of the last century and getting into modern psychology, which is very airy fairy. And, so they uh, they they set the seventy eight in a big city as well. It's in they do they San Francisco. Rather yeah, than they take it out small, of small town, town. Yeah. Um, yeah. which is, I, I guess it just contrib- it contributes to that where, where you're making it more about interpersonal relationships. It, it contributes to that more modernizing kind of feel. Something mm-hmm, small mm-hmm. town is is kind of seen. Okay, that's probably still they still feel a little distant. bit back in the fifties, where um, yeah. setting it in San Francisco makes it feel a lot more uh, a lot more real and current even mm-hmm. you know 40 43 years old it feels um quite it still feels modern, modern. it still feels like it's happening <clears throat> yeah except for the fact that no one's got a smartphone and a computer takes up a you know an office block so <laughs> yeah um, 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 um yeah and um so the the other thing as well as the relationship thing that's the initial explanation away but then once it becomes clear that okay something is really going on and they're trying to figure out what it is that the, the they again they kind of blame themselves there's an interpersonal and a, a cultural yep. blame rather than oh it's a, it's atomic radiation or alien invasion it, it's it, yeah. they figure out that it's, it's an alien invasion because it's the flowers but it's they um 
it's it's yeah, well, made our no fault. Time now, Nancy, yeah. Nancy points the finger right at themselves that they they wouldn't notice these flowers and the smell because they eat junk and they breathe junk and because um, of the way they live. So it's it's back on, it's it's back on the culture rather than the the political finger pointing yeah. or it's the atomic atomic era yeah. or in fact there's no mention there's like there's seemingly no red threat or political commentary about the invasion at all at any point in this film like they absolutely forego any attempt to sort of you know blame the rush the russians or anything like that it's all it's all our fault this we did this and it's um and it's interesting because they talk about the junk in the air and the and the junk that they eat like obviously in the 70s like um you're starting to get into that early 80s health kick craze where you had like the the running and people like trying to eat clean Mm. that's the first sort of wave of that um yeah it's it's interesting that this this, that's kind of the only commentary this makes is it just instead instead of a political commentary it instead goes to make a um just make a a nail-biting thriller Mm. yeah which i thought was so you got some but right away i would just point out that the relationship between donald sutherland and brooke adams um so the matthew and the elizabeth character i I immediately went that's an inappropriate workplace relationship like there's clearly (laughs) something going on he's in a position of power (laughs) yeah and she's not and this is really inappropriate and i would be calling hr because that's wrong (laughs) (laughs) not to mention she's she's got a she has a bow She's got a boyfriend. Yeah, like and and Donald, like clearly there's some some prior history there uh, because you know Donald Sutherland, he doesn't care. He's just being Donald Sutherland in the seventies. Yeah, like I don't care that you've got a husband. Yeah, and um and and they play out the they play out the 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 issue between uh, Elizabeth and um, her partner. I forget I forget his name. Jeffrey. Um, Jeffrey um and it's clear that there is some history there and like that's clearly an argument that jeffrey and elizabeth have had in the past is this relationship elizabeth has with with matthew and um yeah with good fucking reason matthew's totally thirsty for uh, for a similar yep. Elizabeth action he wants to take a long pull on that cool cool uh, cool tall drink of water and elizabeth a long long pull so <laughs> um so what else is different so yeah in, in this case so it's elizabeth so the person she suspects is it's her boyfriend rather than the husband mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and there's a oh there's, it's the it's the um the laundry the, is, is the place the chinese laundry is the place where like <clears throat> he hears about another case of someone experiencing something yes. similar rather than yeah. rather than the kid with his mum because um, he goes back later and they're like there's no problem no problem yeah yeah it's all yeah, under control no so it's all under control and it's a lot creepier too it's a lot more visceral and a, a lot more creepy crawly because um like you see you see um jeffrey taking out the husk because what's left over is a husk um so after the transformation he and there's a lot of this taking the husk out to the to the garbage mm. truck and they dump it in the back of the garbage truck there's, there's ash and oh right and, and elizabeth detritus elizabeth follows him and she yeah. she observes Elizabeth a lot of that it. a lot of that activity doesn't she but again it's yeah. kind of explained away oh, I... and she finds one of these flowers these flowers almost immediately um that's how it opens um with her looking at the priest yes. in the park and and the kids playing in the park which we we talked about earlier but um and so she finds the flower straight away and then we get some great shots of the flower sprouting um roots and and rooting and taking um taking root 
um and then there's like the the spe- so the special effects the physical effects um the photography effects are a lot obviously a lot more advanced than the 56 version mm. um and so they, they go to pains to 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 show you these these advanced effects pretty pretty um pretty good for 78 yeah just post star wars and they and they actually and they make a bit more of an effort to actually explain them the biomechanics of how the how the pods take people over as well because there's a whole sequence where um um, matthew falls asleep kind of out in the yard behind his house and the others are all sleeping inside but there's a there are pods kind of behind him and they 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 open and the bodies come out and then there are these kind of tendrils wispy wispy kind of tendrils that reach out and there's a there's a really nice tension building sequence as these tendrils are slowly coming up yeah Yeah. you're wondering if he's going to wake or what's going to what's going to trigger him to wake up to stop him from being from being taken over and then nancy nancy comes outside is it nancy yeah Yeah, it's Nancy. nancy um veronica cartwright she comes out screaming and uh for matthew to wake up and matthew wakes up and um interrupts the process and then takes a takes a garden hoe to to his double um in a in a great little because he can't do it he wants to do it to elizabeth but he can't do it to elizabeth no but then he he does it to himself yeah you get a really you get you get a really a a tasty bit of gore in the seven in the 78 with that because he he does the equivalent in the 56 with a, a garden fork but you just yeah. you just see the shot upwards it's off camera um and yeah. you don't see the you don't see the detail but you get a yeah but you get a you get a, you get a full frontal um yeah. of of pod person donald sutherland getting it in the face there's a lot of full frontal of of, of pod person and yeah the, and and so the other the, yeah the other uh burning question on everybody's mind as you walk out of the 56 is how do they change the clothes um <laughs> and that's that's answered in the 78 yep they don't <laughs> they don't <laughs> um so later on towards the end um uh th- th- there's been a similar it goes a similar way there's chases um they split up the people who know they're not pod people um they, they split into two parties uh, they split the party and um clearly these people have never watched a horror film no never never go never played dungeons and never, never played dungeons up. and dragons either um yeah so always steady they um yeah, they go, oh, and actually, actually, they credit they are reluctant to split the party, but it's um, it's Jeff there's, Goldblum. There's a, there's an, and, he yeah. he actually he's he's leading them astray. They're obviously going to be caught, and he. Well, they're being cornered. They're, at yeah, the, at the dock. They're cornered. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. And so. And then, uh, so yeah, he he leads them off in another direction with with Nancy Cartwright in tow. Um. Uh, Nancy, um, sorry, Nancy Cartwright, uh, Veronica Cartwright, Nancy Bella. Um, <laughs> it's a very different movie of Nancy Cartwright's playing that. Very, role. very different movie. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it leads leads them off and. Um, so as yeah, and then as as we've said, you, you, they come they come back later, and there's there's some really nice sequences, and we haven't talked earlier on, but there's a you f- you find out that for a lot of the period that Leonard Nimoy has been coming along and and working with them, he's actually been a pod person and you find out later on that um well you're not sh- you're not actually sure because they run into is it just nancy that they run into in the stairs and sh- just nancy yeah you don't see jeff again. yeah because yeah. but at that point nancy says she reveals that she's been she's been faking and she's been getting away with it um yeah which is why they why they they then try to do that 
and that's working well um but instead of a instead of a dog that runs out and nearly gets hit by a car there is a there is a man dog yeah a dog dog with a a man's face and you've met this so you've met this guy who who plays the 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 guitar on the street and he's got a dog with him and so obviously something's gone wrong in the pod person uh process and it's created a, a, a man dog Something akin to yeah. something akin to the um, the dog people in Mars Attacks. Yes, um, it's actually. I mean, it's, I had forgotten about that. I, I suppose it's a pretty good effect for nineteen seventy eight. Uh, it's definitely one of those effects that the less you look at it, the better it works. Yeah, um, because if you look, if you look at it for too long or too hard, like it's pretty obvious what it is. But um, but if, if uh, and that's probably something that technology hasn't helped because. Um, uh, digital film quality has gotten so good now and restorations have gotten so good like you can practically see where the where the tape is or the the collar mm. that's holding this whole thing together yeah. is, is attached to the mask but um i guess it, it's a very quick shot it runs up um i think i think the film's even slightly sped up and um the dog is it's it's a it's a it's a dog with a mask on its face and um but it's a human dog hybrid um and it's it's uh, that causes one of them to freak out and that that's kickstarts the chase again mm. um where they're trying to get to an airport and they can't get to the airport um, don siegel driving a taxi um, wants to drive them a different way to the airport um, and there's a there's a roadblock and they, they realize they can't they can't easily get out of san francisco mm. um, and then they wind up they wind up back at the docks yeah trying to get on because everything in the 70s well winds up at the trying docks. to get on a boat so trying to get on a slow boat to china um <laughs> um and um yeah that doesn't work out the the, the boat no. they, he goes and checks out the boat and he realizes that the boat's been unloading pods yeah and then he goes he yeah, goes yeah. back and um they wind up in a pod growing facility yeah which is which is probably the because it's the 70s you need a bigger ending than the 50s version had with him yelling at cars in traffic um yeah and, and I, but i like the um because they see the same they visit the same facility in the 50s and then they just walk on by where obviously in the 70s yeah. they've looked at that and they've thought man this, that's well, that's that, obviously you, your climax why yeah. are you not burning that shit down and obviously in the 50s they couldn't afford to do that so they just see it probably a budgetary they just reason see it and right? then, let's burn they it down it and then move on. yeah um <laughs> we can afford five extras today you want to burn down the facility <laughs> five extras <laughs> Um, nobody you're you're running around in traffic yelling at cars oh but we'll be have stunt people in the uh, driving the cars right so there's a sure (laughs) so there's a good yeah there's a good there's a good sequence as as as, so after elizabeth as elizabeth is taken over by the pot by a pod person um and then she she reappears she's naked she hasn't had time to take the clothes from human elizabeth but she finds clothes by the by the end of that sequence somewhere so she's um there's a shot where she is clothed and then there's a shot where she's unclothed Mm. Um, so I feel like they shot that for for two different for two different ratings. We're like, oh, we could go for an R rating, uh, right. PG thirteen rating, or 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 you know whatever, because the PG thirteen rating didn't exist at that point. Right. PG fifteen, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. So yeah. Um, and 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 yeah, as he as he escapes her, he escapes back past the past the facility, which is where they where they like a greenhouse where they're growing all these pods, and he burns that shit down. Um, yep. Sure does, but then kills a bunch of pod people. There's a a kind of ambiguous ambiguous close to that scene, and then you, um, yeah, you're you're left with the famous ending where you've got these, you got a few, you got a few shots of him going about his business. You can't quite tell if he's 
um, been taken over or if he's faking it. Um, uh, Super ambiguous. But he, yeah. he runs into he runs into Nancy and Nancy reveals that she's been faking it and um, he screams in the in the pod person scream way and one of the, one of the best endings of a film it's ever. one of the most iconic it's endings. absolutely yeah. chilling it's fantastic uh, and it's funny because it kept coming up as a reference in like other stuff that we um that we had been watching my wife and i amy had been watching and i've and i was like oh that's i don't know if she asked or whether i just mansplained it to her but i was like <laughs> oh that's 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 an allusion to invasion of the body snatchers the 70s version yeah. and and she'd be like, oh, that's nice. And then so I, I think I ended up showing her the end sequence because it's such a cultural touchstone that it keeps coming up again and again. Mm. That I was like, that's what it's a reference mm. to. Um, so, um, you know, you can't have people not knowing these things. You have to spell it out to them. <laughs> Why else would we be here? <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonder she hasn't tried to stab me and replace me with a pop person. So. You and, so you and seen, your emotions, so two... you and your emotions, Craig, are so much simpler. <laughs> so, so much, so much simpler. So much with, simpler. With, just a, with a pod person in your place. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure my coworkers would agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Anything, anything else the on the seventy-eight version of it? Uh, so Ben Burt did the sound, and Ben Burt is the the guy behind Star Wars. Right. So he's the guy behind the lights. The you know the lightsaber and the, this. The Star Wars sound effects. So Ben Burt goes on to do. Um, hold on, there's a there's a yelling cat at the door that wants to come back into the room. <laughs> yeah, there's. Um, I'll I'll fill the space for you. There's a lot of. Um, yeah, a, a lot of kind of filmmaking in this more so than more so than the fifties, which again is partly a partly a budget thing and just partly a style thing. Where in in, in, seven, in yeah. seventy eight you could be a lot more bold. Um, with the filmmaking so yeah the sound the sound design is really striking there's a lot more kind of visual motifs and um the the garbage every scene there's a garbage truck driving around um yeah they really hammer that um you know the the pod people remains or at the process which they try to flesh out and and, and make a bit more uh clear the process because but even still like watching it now i'm like so how exactly does that work? I'm not quite sure. Um, uh, so do they need to fall asleep? Do they need to be near a pod? Because there are times where someone gets gets swapped out and it seems like they were nowhere near a pod or the process seems to take longer or shorter depending on what the script requires at that point in time. Like the rules are a little inconsistent. Um, but, you know, that's a small gripe uh, for a film otherwise, which, you know, is forty over 40 years old um, and is still a really solid movie like i i didn't feel like i was watching an old movie when we were watching it and amy watched it with me at the time and and she didn't hate it Mm. either um and she's she's younger than i am and she expects a different kind of film um and yeah this film felt fairly fresh Mm. um but that that should be no real real surprise philip kaufman um although he's not hugely prolific as a director um is made made some pretty decent films invasion of the body snatchers and perhaps his best known film the right stuff mm. so um so yeah solid solid movie solid solid director um i think this is a good movie oh and philip kaufman he's also the writer behind indiana jones really yeah so if you yeah going through his um 
his IMDb. Um, yeah, he's he's a writer um, on Indiana Jones. Okay. Story by Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. Yeah, there you go. He also wrote the right stuff, um, which is which is good. And and he wrote um, the Outlaw Josie Wales, which is one of my favorite westerns. Okay. There you go. So he's he's a, a fairly solid fairly solid director. Mm. I'm not sure what happened to him. He must have um, he must have uh, upset someone or, or tanked big on some project because he basically he's working fairly consistently through the late seventies and the early eighties and then uh takes a five-year hiatus after the right stuff um and doesn't come back until 88 and then makes a series of films from 88 uh through to um 2012 and then that's it so something's happened mm. but, okay oh. there you go oh, so, cool. yeah ben burt ben burt did the sound the score is interesting as well so the score is done by a jazz musician um and his name isn't immediately in front of me um but it's um it's his one and only film credit mm. is this um is this is this um jazzy creepy score from the um uh from this jazz musician who i can't spot the uh name here in imdb right the second edition oh denny uh zeitlin is his name and um so much so that there's a there's a documentary about the the process of scoring invasion of the body snatchers by denny zeitlin uh so he's this uh so that was a, a big enough uh, story of its own wow. um there you go and yeah 100 percent decent film both films over 90 percent fresh on rotten tomatoes yeah. even to this day and then there's two other remakes uh which are i've seen one of which is not not as good and there's another one starring Daniel Craig and uh, Nicole Kidman, which, as I understand it, is fairly garbage. Mm. See, there you go. Okay. I think I think that I think that's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, I don't have both so much else to touch on those. Solid films. I think, um, yeah, both yeah. easily easily greatness in my book as well. Um, and yeah. both really enjoyable to watch. Um, yep, yeah, the the thrilling. If you're looking for a, a Halloween uh, thrill, you would not go wrong with either of these. Um, yeah, uh, maybe maybe we missed a trick with horror, but um, it's it's certainly not your traditional Halloween fair. It's, but it's it's scary and creepy. It's definitely creepy. It's definitely, yeah. It's I I'd say scary, scary movie. Yeah, and famously a downer ending. So. <laughs> Nothing wrong don't, with subverting yeah. the audience's expectations. Don't watch it so. if you want to. If you want the good guys to win in the end. Those, oh, they those do pod not. people, those pod people are coming for you. And the people, arguably, and the, none of the people, the people in any of love. these movies were good people. But <laughs> <laughs> Donald Sutherland's just straight up, you know, macking on this girl at work <laughs> and <laughs> using his position of authority, like just straight up shit talking this Jeff guy, like undermining her relationship with her her live-in boyfriend which is kind of cool because it's the 70s right like you can have a live-in boyfriend yeah. you don't have to be married you're not sleeping in separate beds which is which is nice um and then in the 50s version the only like there's it's clear that there's they're going to bone town later or they've been to bone town they've taken the boneyard express <laughs> earlier in their relationship but yeah it's all hinted at and like you know this is my bedside matter comes later <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> So that's a line he's clearly used before. <laughs> that rolls way too smoothly off the tongue. He's just like, oh, my bedside manner. That's what comes 
later. And it's like, oh, get out. <laughs> you silver-tongued old fox. Get out of here. <laughs> Let me just take your temperature. Small town. <laughs> oh, that's not where you, I usually get my temperature Small taken. T- I'm a doctor. Trust Small me. town doctors. <laughs> They know how to just they know how to get it. Every housewife inside, inside, just like, oh hi Billy, you look more and more like your father every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should sign off. Um, yeah, we'll be back Fine. in another in another month or so um, with another episode of Verging on Greatness. Uh, if you got a movie you think uh, is verging on greatness that is not quite there, and you. Uh, can't quite put your finger on why. Give us a give us a shout out in the in yeah. The, in hit the us socials. up on social media. Yeah, on on the twitters. Yeah, or or the or the book of face, um, or uh, or just like and comment on this video. To be fair, I mean you should be doing that anyway. Like and subscribe is all I can say. Yeah. Um, we're all on every platform imaginable. I even found us on Audible the other day. Wow, really? I'm not quite sure how did, how we got how did on we Audible? Audible. I don't know. I, I don't remember signing us up for Audible, but we're there. That's good. The, so. Well, yeah, I they're on every other podcast that I listen to, like advertised. Oh, is it, they're on Audible? Yeah, it's Audible. They pay a lot for advertising, so maybe they'll pay us for this. Maybe, maybe we are. We are actually getting a few listens. I, I keep an eye on the stats every now and again, and yeah, we get a few listens. Let's pump those numbers up. I mean, we're not. Yeah let's 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 pump them up artificially just re-listen to this podcast <laughs> again and again <laughs> our uh, our halloween episode usually does get a few listens but uh yeah cool cool Ho- hopefully people people want to talk about 50s and 70s uh psycho thrillers um and not just you know 80s horror films don't worry folks we'll we'll be back with 80s horror films next year i'm sure so. all right see you later craig right. bye everyone See you, Mike. Bye.